This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Rob's in Denver to see Nine Inch Nails for his birthday. This has got to be his best birthday since that time the guys got a male stripper to pop out of a cake dressed as a shrimp. What? That was the plan for next year? Oops. Spoiler alert. Our IP live cast starts. Now. A shrimp? Out of a cake? A shrimp cake? I'm not really into shrimp cakes. You know what, Rob? I just realized something. Shannon just made me realize something that I may have been wrong about this whole time for 20 plus years, 30 years. The way she said nine inch nails. She said nine inch nails. Maybe it's one inch nails and there's nine of them. Is that possible? How many people were on stage? Oh, like five. It wasn't nine. Splitting the difference. Maybe six. Welcome to RIP Livecast. It is Saturday, September 3rd, 2022. And I am officially 39 years old. Wow. Goodness For the God. fourth year in a row. <laughs> yes. No, just the first year in a row. Jack I'm Kenny. I'm fine with it. Like uh some people are like, oh, oh, this is it. You're gonna turn like how are you gonna turn to 40 next year? And I'm like, I don't care. I'm fine with it. All you do is I hang mean, around with 40 year olds. You're basically exactly, one of us yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm an old well, soul. <laughs> I won't I won't be one of you shortly. No. Anymore. I got another year and a few months to go. So all right. We're going to be all in the same decade for like four months. <laughs> you got to do something special. Next year. At the end of next year, we'll all be in our 40s for a fleeting moment. Every episode live from the bathhouse. <laughs> oh. Hey, that reminds me, Rob. I wanted to ask you on your vacation, if if you don't mind sharing, of course, are there any sexcapades happening on your trip? I'm into that kind of sharing. Wow, we're just getting right into it. Jeez. <laughs> well, it, only because Shannon mentioned your trip, and I thought it was good to lead off with something like very interesting like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did have a grinder hookup here. Awesome. It How'd it go? Nice. Nice, like fine? Well, I'm, not, or I'm, not, like... I'm not. No, it was great. Oh. <laughs> no complaints. It was a. It was a, when? a, a hearty match. Um, oh, it was a hearty match? Like against Eddie yeah. Curry? Yeah, it was extreme rules. <laughs> uh, wow. What, what, what did you jump that? off of the, the uh, chandelier? Yeah, I broke so many tables. In or did house. you just do math beforehand? No math. I don't do math. Oh, that's good. So do you ever like... Um, oh, sorry. You weren't done. I apologize. No, just, it was just like a, a Thursday night. Like we were talking on Wednesday... And it almost happened, but I was still on East Coast time, so I passed out. And we basically talked all of uh, Thursday while he was at work, and then we just met up. And had a good time. Good chemistry. Good. He was like the good opposite of what I am. <laughs> like, uh, he was a submissive. This feels very weird to be talking about on this <laughs> It show, really Especially does. with the fucking hangover. Um is he in the room yeah, right so now? Can you pan the camera over? He's, he's not in the room now. He's a very attractive. Uh, opposite of you is like a, a Douglas Levison sized, hairless, <laughs> submissive man who hates sunflower seeds. <laughs> was it I was like a lean, 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 twinky kind of muscle build. So, do you ever him. like? Because uh, I only, ha- you know, I mean, I just. I know how it works with my history in dating, but I don't know if it's different for a gay man. Like, do you ever meet somebody 
on Grinder, have a you know, intend to go meet up with them for sex, and then like sparks fly, and you're like, wow, I I really like this guy. I could see this being more than sex. <clears throat> uh, not really. <laughs> I'm not judging. Uh, yeah. I just I'm just curious. Uh, I feel like if I there, you know, there have been occasions where the sexual chemistry has been like you know porn levels and you want to keep it going yeah but then you know once we start not having sex it's like oh yeah no like we're not you know there's nothing not that it's a like they're dumb or what it's just like we have different right. interests in lives it's not a fit yeah, yeah yeah so but like so it's fine i'm i'm totally okay with not like i'm not yeah i'm not saying it shouldn't be me, okay with it's it like, or, uh, um, it, it's like uh yeah i'm not going into it thinking like this is a, a life it's just let's just have some fun in the moment i'm sorry maybe i didn't phrase my question right i know i know you're not going into it for that i'm just saying maybe something could arise like from the, no. and the flames of passion you know yet oh okay <laughs> I'm more like emotional, and again, neither one is better than the other. But like, I don't really tend to enjoy sex unless I'm like real. I don't have to be in love, but I really feel like I need a, a, the emotional like component to it. Otherwise, I, I don't. I lose interest. I tried it the other way a couple of times, and I just wasn't into it. I mm. did it just to say uh. that I did it, but like, mm. I look at it as like an advanced form of jerking off. It's jerking off with a with with an, someone in the room to help you out. Fair enough. Someone's whole to help you out. <laughs> it's a, the person is a jerk off accessory. The yeah, large flashlight that doesn't cost them yeah, it's, money. It, it's purely lust. Okay, we all have yep. different philosophies. It's perfectly uh, not no judgment. Like I said, just asking. I wanted to pick your brain because we spent fourteen years of this show not discussing yeah. your personal life. So I'm very curious. And now, if I'm telling tales out of school, Rob, you could shut me down right now. But like, if I'm not mistaken, when within the boundaries of New York State, you are in a relationship, correct? I am, yes. And it's just, I'm, I'm even here in Denver, Colorado. I am in a relationship. But then you're allowed to have grinder hookups. Yeah. yeah. Men, and men, men, your partner men. is as well. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, the gay men I've known all mostly seem to be cool with that. Like it's just like a different dynamic. At, at being men yourselves, as you know. Men are pervs. It's true. <laughs> uh, we're total fucking pervs. And we like, I feel like with the gay community, I'm not saying it's universal, but uh, at least let's say 60% of gay relationships are, I would say, relatively open. But there, I feel like there's different levels of it. And it's all about having proper communication and boundaries and like uh, understanding what the limits are and it's constantly evolving in the sense of like uh you can do something and then tell your partner about it and then your partner while may have initially been like yeah that's cool you know when he heard it happened or whatever or was asked about it uh it started it made him made them uncomfortable so then you discuss it and you work it out and like you set the boundaries there's also like couples that do that too Oh, yeah, it's not exclusive to the homosexual community. Do you see a time uh, when you your current relationship becomes fully monogamous or no? I mean, it's pretty monogamous. It's not like I'm actively 
you know. We have a different definition of that of that word. I don't know, but like, here's the thing to me. Uh, like, there, when I'm with my boyfriend and we're intimate, that is love. Like that, there is like a connection there that I have with no other person, no other hookup would ever match that. Uh, and when I, like I said, when I do these hookups, it's just, it's like, uh, it's almost like a routine function. It's like doing a, getting in a workout. Are there <laughs> any acts you are not allowed to do with a hookup that you're only allowed to do in your relationship? Whether that be something that your boyfriend set forth or you just in your mind would never do this thing with a rando, but you would with your partner. Go to uh, in and out <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of in and out. That kind of in and out is allowed, not the food kind. Oh, Gunface is in the chat. Thank yeah. you, Gunface. Happy belated birthday to Rob. I'm sure, you, hey. he's enjoying this conversation. The very first, uh, the very first guest contestant on Death or No Death. Uh, I don't. I guess I may be uh, like, I don't know. Cuddling after is a little weird for me. Like anything like. Relationshipy, so no but watching otherwise... like uh, Seinfeld reruns. No, uh, that's the thing. Like once the sex is over, I'm out of there. Peace out. <laughs> like it's over. <laughs> the transaction has been complete. Like maybe like I'm not saying like you know right away, but within you know ten minutes, I- I'm gone. So your hookup, <laughs> your hookup the other night. Where was it in your hotel room or somewhere else? No, it was a, it was at their place. Mm. You don't worry. Maybe the person you meet that you don't know might, you know, be like some kind of psycho or something. I know that's a a, a common uh, thing. Well, you are six five, but I know women. Yeah, do all these say, guys are significantly smaller than me, so I'm not. I mean, like, hey, certainly they have a knife. Yeah, that guy is the one who should be worried, not Rob. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, he doesn't know Rob yeah. like we do. I, you know. Yeah. yeah no. Crazy. I mean, uh, there's been times where guys have been like, "Hey, you know, you're attractive, but." uh uh, like you don't feel comfortable. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable. I don't know. I've like the the, the different. It's like, all right. Do you have to meet them in like a, a, no. a public place first, and no. then like drink? Just, them? A little just do red it. Red flower in your hair. No, but no. I mean, like, it, if the person said, like, we got to go to a bar. I got to feel comfortable. Then you can fuck me. Like, you would you would not do that. You're too bad. Sorry. It depends on how hot they are. <laughs> you gotta, it's got to be worth that extra like. It's got to be worth it. Yeah, like, yeah, because exactly. If I'm spending time now and I have to, like, offer my, you know. When you go to a random's, rando's house to hook up, do you steal something from their house as, like, a little no. souvenir? No. But steal. I mean, do you want to say, like. He's the top. He can oh, just take it. I'm, take, I'm taking this. Taking this snow fun. globe from uh, Curacao. Fuck you. <laughs> Part of the fun uh, is kind of seeing what all these different apartments look like. I think, like, oh, a hookup on the Lower East Side. How exciting! I wonder what his apartment is like. <laughs> you know, that's like part of the. So you're but doing I just think of... Oh, go ahead. It's like a little. It's like a little property, like a little HGTV aspect <laughs> to it. Too. You're doing like Andrew Zimmern's show, but like with fucking gay fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony Bourdain, a little travelogue. Sure. Penis travelogue. I, and I have my own TV reference. What I was thinking was like, you remember how on Breaking Bad, um, Marie, there was like this little side plot for no reason of her just going to like open houses and stealing yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you could, it's, I mean, in a way, it is. I mean, I now. do that, but with innocence. I steal, I steal these <laughs> innocence. Uh, no, they with their ability away. to walk straight. <laughs> <laughs> Take that from them. 
I've stolen your life of walking. You're now confined to a wheelchair. <laughs> Dusty Rose Buffler asks, did you fuck him in the ass and make him humble? Yes. No, 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 Rob. He was humble already. He was humble already. Uh, did you film it for OnlyFans? I will not be having an OnlyFans. I support all OnlyFans sex workers. I think it is a beautiful... Wow. All, you I sure mean, about all, all ethical ones, I guess I should say. What if Ari Spears has a... Uh, oh, no. He might. No. He might have to. I mean, after after what happened this week. Right. Do we want to Black talk about that? Curse. All is a yeah. big word. Yeah, let's get off me fucking and onto Ari Spears. <laughs> uh, so last week we mentioned that dumb fucking video interview or whatever that he, he posted uh, criticizing Lizzo. Yeah. Like right. out of nowhere. Not well, like, the rundown it, of it was he just said Lizzo was a like shouldn't be dressing the way she does because she's fat. Is was his the upshot of what he said. A really quick hoping destroyer says, "Why has the show become a constant fascination with Rob's sexuality?" No, Rob is not attracted to you, Sid and Three D. Leave him alone. I don't think well, Sid no. and Three D think I'm attracted to them. I don't think. I, don't think I, don't, I, was, I never thought. That. I, <laughs> well, I can tell you, Sid, you're not like that. I don't. I think you're just <laughs> negging me. I don't believe you. Ah, is he not your type, or is he, or is he just too close of a friend for you to fuck him? Probably both. I would say I, I, I will answer uh, Hope Pig Destroyer's uh, statement. I, I don't think Rob is. Uh, I don't think we're fascinated with Rob or that he's attracted to me. I think this is an interesting topic that yeah. we've never talked about. Rob's well, even when we didn't know he was gay, we never talked about his dating when we thought he was heterosexual either. So a little bit. It's just sort of a well, a very little, but less than the rest of us. And it was always cryptic. It was yeah. always like who the hickey and all that. So this is like a floodgate opening. It's like mm -hmm. we're filling a void of what. And I think we're speaking sort of for the audience, you know. Yeah. And it's stuff I want to know. Like he's a one of my best friends I've ever had in my whole life. And I don't just. I this is things I would know about my other friends who are that close to me. So it's like I want. I yeah. want to. Oh, there's a. Poor choice of words. I want to probe Rob and <laughs> ask him what what his feelings are on these same things. And also, yeah. one other thing, I've never really had. I've had many gay friends, but I've never had a, a friend that's gay and as close to me as Rob is. So I feel like that I can ask, I can bounce a lot of things off of you, and I can understand what like like gay sexuality is like and how it differs from how I look at women and stuff. And like, it's a very insightful to me. Yeah, sure. So thank you. And thank you also for this is a I know this is like putting your life out there. So I thank you for being very laid back about it. Oh, yeah, it's a lot easier now that I don't run a large metal website. So, <laughs> yeah, easy peasy. It's, it's just it's just you two and our closest friends listening on audio mm -hmm. and on Patreon. Patreon.com. Uh, but yeah, Harry Spears. So he put out he put out that video about Lizzo, uh, and it went viral, being like, "Why the fuck? Like, who who are you? Who are yeah. you to talk about Lizzo?" And what I love about things like like when somebody opens their mouth who you haven't like heard of for a while, uh, the right would say they're immediately canceled. But the way I see it is like, "Oh, look at this dipshit talking," and then people go looking around. Like, what the hell has he been doing? And then they'll find the like dumb shit 
that like you know shit that these people shouldn't be doing and because their name is trending it's easier to bring all of that stuff back into the conversation on social media and it wouldn't have had as much legs i think because people would have said wait who's ari spears yeah you sort of had like you had a little you you had a tarmac to take off for taxi (laughs) exactly exactly there's already been you built it up like the narrative has been established a week prior. So it's very easy now for like the media to hop on this and all this. So essentially what the story is, is Ari Spears. I didn't realize that him and Tiffany Haddish were collaborators. And I mean, were they, they besides this one thing? That's one word for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they made a few videos for Funny yeah. or Die. This was, this was like era. before Tiffany Haddish was Tiffany Haddish, right? This was before she did the girls' trip movie. Yes, it's like a very relatively unknown, yeah, funny stand-up. Right. Lady. And so I guess they had a bunch of skits with uh, children in them, like five to seven-year-olds. And what's the allegation? Like abuse, sexual abuse? No, uh, there were two children: a brother and a sister. One was fourteen. I don't remember which one was the boy and which one. Was I the think girl. the boy was the younger one. Okay, and they were fourteen and seven. And they were they were filming something non-sexual, and like during the course yeah, a of funnier that, die clip, yes, right. And during the course of that filming, they also coerced the children into doing sexual things. Uh, Tiffany Haddish was allegedly, let's say allegedly, was showing the kids had a, one of the kids had to give oral sex, and the the boy said he was molested by both of them. Is that all? That's that was on TM. Was that was on TMZ. The thing that I saw was they did a video called like the mind of a pedophile or something like that. So I guess the premise was like you're seeing things from a pedophile's point of view, and they had these kids in the video. So they were doing sexual things as if Ari Spears was like sizing them up. Mm-hmm. All right, here's so the, the here's yeah. the, the TMZ article. So we're not yeah, we're not spreading false info here. Well, everything uh, Sid is, said is correct, but then there's another paragraph that okay, says so all that, the stuff that's that the I part just part I didn't see. Okay, so here we Thanks. go. So, the, so first of all, I, I, I was inaccurate. This was not a Funny or Die produced video. This was a video they produced independently yeah. to send to Funny or Die, and Funny or Die rejected it. Uh, Can I stop you there? I thought someone uploaded it to Funny or Die, and it got there, but it's like some some area of the site where users can just upload anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so right. Funny or Die didn't oh, yes. it. They deleted it once they were alerted to what I'm the sorry, video yeah. was. I, I see here. Yeah. In the Funny or Die statement, it says it was uploaded to the site as a user-generated content and was removed in 2018 immediately after we became aware of this of its existence. So it sat there for five years and nobody even knew it was there. That's how unpopular it was. And then finally someone was like, oh, wait, there's this <laughs> gross thing. Well, that's the thing. When you get your name back in the news, there will be somebody that remembers the dumb thing you did five years ago that nobody remembers, and they'll bring it back up. And like I said, your name is trending. It'll spread very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the story. The comedians are being sued by two siblings going by Jane Doe and John Doe, who claim they've been traumatized for life as a result of allegedly being groomed when they were children. The boys also claim to have been molested by both defendants. In the lawsuit obtained by TMZ, the older sister says she was just 14 when Haddish gained her trust and convinced her to film a sexually suggestive video with Haddish teaching her how to mimic fellatio for the skit. The allegations get even more disturbing. 
In the suit, she claims her younger brother was only seven when Haddish brought him to a home where Spears and Haddish molested him while filming a video titled Through a Pedophile's Eyes. Uh, So it doesn't really say... The siblings claim Haddish was friends with their mother and say the video featuring John Doe uh, was published online when he was too young to consent. Uh, but it doesn't say how she uh, molested him. Yeah. Well, I, what I wonder about is maybe they're claiming the allegation of molestation is what they had to do for the comedy sketch. I assume and, that's it. But it sounded like from the phrasing of the article that no, they were in the house being molested in addition to filming a comedy sketch. No. It's, a little, it's very vague. It no, no. The vague. molestation was in... Like, like to create this comedy video in service of the of comedy, which it's like, oh, take a joke. You know, I could see, like, oh, it's just a joke. So, what if these kids have lifelong trauma? It's just yeah. a joke. No, I don't know. Uh, it, it says it says that they molested him while filming a funny or die video. I don't know that that doesn't necessarily mean it was the events that they filmed, like the comedy bits that they were doing are the molestation. It could it could also okay. be on CNN. <laughs> they have more details. Good. Uh, is this video yeah. like available anywhere, or is it like wiped from the internet? I feel like I saw—I don't know—the whole video, but I definitely saw screenshots of it uh, this week. I, I mean, I obviously I'm not like paying close attention, but okay. So sure. Spears then told plaintiff Jane Doe that he wanted her to mimic what she had seen on the screen, including noises precisely like what she heard in the video. This is what where. Uh, uh, He's trying to get her to simulate the act of fellatio. Mm-hmm. Jane Doe, nervous and disgusted, didn't say anything until Haddish came into the room next to her and sat down. Haddish verbally explained what was explain- expected of plaintiff Jane Doe and then showed Jane Doe how to give fellatio, including movements, noises, moaning, and groaning. Physically, emotionally, and mentally uncomfortable, plaintiff Jane Doe mimicked the acts Haddish and Spears wanted her to do so she could go home. Uh, Haddish allegedly paid her $100 and sent her home. John Doe alleges that in the summer of 2014, Haddish offered to book, arrange, and film Mr. Doe content for a Nickelodeon sizzle reel at the home of Spears. Haddish claimed the reel would be used to book Doe on Nickelodeon. Upon information and belief, Haddish and Spears removed the seven-year-old victim from his sister, placed him upstairs in a bedroom, and stripped the child to his underwear, according to the suit. The video was entitled Through a Pedophile's Eyes and shows Spears lusting over the seven-year-old child and rubbing his back. Haddish was present during the filming. Photos allegedly from the shoot are included in the complaint. So I guess that's that's the molestation, is that uh, he rubbed his back? It doesn't. If that, it, well, we don't know what else is going to come out. But if that's it, it sounds like they were doing a very ill-advised comedy sketch. This yeah. sort of sounds to me like a really shitty version of Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal, <laughs> like <laughs> where they're using a child and not considering that this is an actual person and not just a prop for your show, yeah. but it's just a for a way shittier end result of yeah. just uh unfunny funnier die video that three well, people saw here's the good news no one's going to be thinking about Aries spears and lizzo anymore <laughs> no <laughs> he's off the hook God damn this is yeah Ooh. and i feel i feel like if ari spears didn't get work before now he's yeah it's a wrap work. yeah he's gonna go all the way yeah. from zero to zero jobs <laughs> <laughs> like tiffany haddish actually had a career yeah. I mean, she still does at this point. We'll see yeah. what happens. 
Well, she claimed that it's all bullshit and they're just, they want money. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that she's being fleeced. They, uh, I saw that she said that a few lawyers have already tried to come at her and then they would eventually drop out because they didn't think the plaintiffs had a case once they I mean, started. is it that or is it that she's rich and has better lawyers? Like, well, I mean, that's probably it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ooh, but depressing. just, just a, a great few weeks for Ari Spears. Very well, high visibility. Ain't no such thing as bad publicity, Sid. <laughs> I've never understood that that saying. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be something that's bad public. Like, yeah, child mean... molestation. That's I think <laughs> where we draw. The yeah, line. I think that's the line. Now, sure. what if it gets your name out there, kid? <laughs> so you touched a few boys. <laughs> I'd like to see him do like the next roast battle after this, and just the jokes that they would now throw. Oh at him. my god, it'd be great. <laughs> Great. Let's make that happen somehow. Um, yeah, like with with the uh, you know no such thing as bad publicity. I agree with you, Darren. Like there was that band Threaten a few years ago that we talked about. Remember that they essentially there was no band. He created this whole mystique. That, oh like, yes. And then and then they played a show and nobody showed up, and everybody wrote about it. Like yeah. beyond the metal world, even like Rolling Stone and the New York Times, and they got more publicity than any like underground metal band ever. And it led to nothing. <laughs> it got yeah. them no additional, like it got them a few extra streams, but then they did another show at that same venue and like 20 people came and now nobody even talks about that band. Do they right, still well, exist? Uh, well, here you go. Even uh, Gunface asks, what, whatever happened to that dude? No freaking idea. <laughs> Gun, Gunface knew Gunface knew Enbalu Lagugal, and he doesn't know what happened. <laughs> that dude's in Ghost now. <laughs> Gunface? <laughs> nah. Maybe. The dude from Threat. But that's the whole point: is that he did all that. He got all this bad publicity, and all that came out of it was he got humiliated for like ten days. Yeah. And then right. instantly forgotten. Uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, breaking news. Gunface says, I am the ghost guy. This Confirmed. whole time we were wondering who the singer of Ghost was. Now we know. <laughs> Side project. Papa Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you saw Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, I was going to say, I am in Denver. I'm visiting Denver for the weekend. Specifically to see Nine Inch Nails, who are unequivocally my favorite band at, at this point previously i would have said either mashuga or uh pink floyd but nine inch nails has surpassed them in terms what of happened just recently pure statistics uh i just found myself listening to the whole discography a lot during the pandemic it was very comforting uh especially like it's interesting like i had a, a few like two months where i basically listen to the fragile nonstop. And I was just like, wow, how did I think this wasn't a great album? Before? Cause it's mm -hmm. just, it's so good. Uh, and then I kind of went and it, like tried to get into the more obscure older stuff, uh, like the deeper cuts on the first album, uh, the broken EP. And then lately I've been listening to a lot of the new stuff and I always kind of thought like, Oh, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't hold up, but it's fucking great. I mean, it's different. It's more dancey. It's more upbeat, I would say. Uh, but all of it is really good. And and you like so, that kind of stuff anyway now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
totally. And it still has the the crunchy guitars. And I'm I mean I'm just such a big fan of the art that Trent Reznor produces. Uh, I, I've never like he hasn't put it out. There's no album in the catalog where I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. The only thing I haven't really dove into, which I'm going to now, is the Ghosts stuff, like all of the more instrumental albums that he put out. That's more ambient. It's not really like typical Nine Inch Nails, but I thought Gunface was the Ghost guy. I'm very confused now. <laughs> very confusing. So. Uh, I've always wanted to see a show at Red Rocks Amphitheater here in Denver, Colorado. And for those of you who don't know, it's essentially a venue on the side of a mountain uh, in between two giant rocks. And it's fucking ridiculous. It's so cool. Uh, I've always wanted to see a show here. I've watched tons, like, tons of bands do live DVDs or live concerts from here. So I've always John wanted Tesh. to go. John Tesh is the first one that I was aware of. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the most recent one that I can think of is Opeth. They did a really cool one. Wow. They did like a, a really high-end Blu-ray for it, and it came out really cool. And so I always wanted to see a show here. Uh, but then I was like, when am I ever going to be in Denver? And uh, through the pandemic, because of how much I fell in love with Nine Inch Nails, uh, even more than I was before, and because I had missed their last shows for no reason. I was just like, eh, it's too expensive, uh, which was just like not an excuse in my opinion <laughs> for how much I love them. So I really regretted it. And I said, uh, the first shows that they do back, I'm going to go see them thinking it would have been in New York, but then mm -hmm. they announced like, like five, like their only shows for this year. And none of them were in New York, but on my birthday weekend, they were playing Red Rocks Amphitheater. And so I thought this was a sign from the industrial metal gods that I must voyage to Denver, Colorado to see nine inch nails nine inch at the Red <laughs> Rocks Amphitheater. All nine of them. Yeah, all nine of them. All nine of the inch nails. Uh, I would say, <laughs> I've talked to some people and they said, oh, the sound there is a little iffy because it is it is an open air space. Mm. But they said it sounded fucking great. It sounded like a CD was playing. You know, like it. every instrument was so crisp and sharp. Like some of the treble was so high, but there was no bleed. Like I don't even... Suddenly, I'm a sound engineer. Like I, I, yeah, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Really, I don't, I don't pay attention to this stuff. But I was so impressed with how clear everything sounded. Everything sounded so good. Uh, the venue he's, itself is. It, he's reading ahead. a Reddit review right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a great mix of old and new material as well, and and it, it it goes to what I was saying, where like when he played the new stuff, it held up just as much as the classics, and. What I like is he's changing it up. Like, they didn't play uh, Closer. They didn't play March of the Pigs. Uh, they closed with Hurt. And uh, pre-encore, they did Head Like a Hole, which sounded so cool. And and he would play, like, deep cuts from Broken and, and, and really good new stuff. I really liked it. But let me tell you, so the venue, I'm so impressed by it. Like I said, it's a side of a mountain. It's like, to, for you guys and for... for New Yorkers, the vibe is kind of like going to a show at Seabreeze, but li literally and figuratively elevated. I don't know what uh, Sea what Seabreeze. The thing on Ocean Parkway with a band show. You know those? those oh, I've never been there. You've never gone? Like the Beach no. Boys would come every year. All the Babushkas <laughs> would come with their fucking chairs. <laughs> what? And, and... 
park out all day to get a good seat? You've never had this experience no, of going to no. Seabreeze for a free concert? Metal, in, Metal Injection hosted a show there, and Rob and I went on stage yeah. with the Russian guys once. Goddamn. That was a, day that was a daytime event. I'm not sure there is. No. Get Pepe uh, on the line. Find out if he has some footage. No, I don't, th I don't think there was any. I have photos of it. I don't have yeah. any. Uh, I'll show them to you later. Maybe we could post those during the week. He went on stage but, as Thor also. We did two skits yeah. during the show. Yeah, no, I need to see pictures of this. Uh, but I, I got to say, like, Denver is a very, of the states I visited, for the limited time I've been here, I'm like, oh, I could live in Denver. It's nice. It is nice. It's not, not Apparently crowded. Apparently the real estate market is very, very competitive. I believe it. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I, How do you know? You were trying to. Were you trying to move to Denver? So? I've seen it's been in the news between HGTV and like just actual news wow. reports about how hard it is to find a place to live in Colorado. Apparently, Colorado. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not a local like you are. Is that a thing? Do they say Colorado? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. Um, so I really like it. Also, I know this doesn't matter for you guys. Of all the legal states, the cheapest weed. Well, they've anyway. been legal the longest, so they're like over it by now. But right? they they also have just the best rule rules on it. Like the taxing isn't unreasonable, mm. and the prices. What I pay for an eighth of an ounce, I can get a full ounce here. <laughs> it's fucking insane! Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you might never come food. back. It's pretty like the weather's great. It doesn't get as cold as I assumed. You've been there for two days. I don't know that you can. I, I'm talking to the I have I have friends who live here, and I and also it's about it. it's like the first week of September. I mean, it's boiling everywhere. So you're no, like breaking they, this they, dude's my, back two nights ago and asking him about the weather while you're pounding him. Yeah, well, well we had a little little get an honest answer. Little, yeah, we had a little pillow talk. I asked. It's certainly hot know. in here. He's not the only person that I I have actual friends here that in a non-sexual manner that I hung out oh. with as well when I asked them about it. No, they said it, the winters so sure. don't get too cold here. Like they, they have 70 uh, degree days in the winter. And they said that the snow is all dry and it melts really quickly because you're closer to the sun. When you uh when you when it's cold, when you're when it's warm in Denver, it's like it's warm, but the thing that's crazy about it is the rapid temperature change. Like it can be 80 and 30 in the same day. That was the weird thing I. I haven't had the third. Like I think that's a little extreme, but like it happened morning... to me. I went to a Mets Rockies game and we we were like, it was basically beach weather. We were walking around, going to eat and stuff all day, doing going to cafes and whatever, and then like we went to the game and it was still hot, and then in like the fifth inning of the game, it started snowing, like literally started snowing, and it, and it was, there was a snow delay during a day when it was like seventy five degrees. Awesome. It's pretty it was uh, pretty it, it was an experience i mean i don't like getting snowed on but uh, it was a very also it's i guess it's like it's like a purple state uh denver's <laughs> pretty pretty blue uh but i've also it, it seems like the vibe i get is very libertarian hmm. it's like but not like annoying libertarian <laughs> like everyone just you is know, there another kind of libertarian yeah i i, I of like everyone just keeps to themselves you know like it's all what i i, bear, I saw one cop car the entire time i've been here i haven't seen any cops around that's good. apparently apparently yeah they're they're like they're feeling the heat from the black lives matters protests and they're not doing as much work as uh, as previously so they're laying low allegedly 
Well, the best city I ever went to for policing was Montreal because they oh yeah they, they are like firefighters. They just stay in their place in their f- police station and they only go out. They don't they don't have a beat. They don't walk around looking for shit to do. They just wait till there's some kind of violent like complaint or whatever, and then they show up. I'm, I'm sure, and I'm sure someone could say in the chat, oh, well, the Montreal police did this and did that. I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying it's like a better method than what exists in most of the U.S., you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I really like I like the city. There's been good food. I've had some good food. Highlights? I went to this really great Persian restaurant with a few friends of mine from New York uh, that love Persian food. And it was very good. It was very authentic. They had the stews. They had the kebabs. Good rice. Baba ganoush. Didn't have any baba ganoush. That's sad. No, I'm not too crazy about eggplant, personally. What? I'm not either. Oh, you guys are crazy. I do like it if it's in something like maybe like an eggplant parmesan, because there's so many layers of other things Mm -hmm. that you taste. But if I have to eat, if the eggplant is the main taste in something, I'm, I'm not into it. All right, fair enough. I have no issues with eggplant. I don't know. I don't hate it. Not like my least favorite food in the world, but yeah, I'm not a big fan. And uh, I did. Uh, I didn't. I wouldn't say I hiked. I drove up the top of <laughs> what to the top well, of. Uh, if you Mount drove, Evans. Rob, you definitely didn't hike. <laughs> yes. Well, hold on. I also hold wouldn't on. say you hiked. Well, let me let me finish that statement to to clarify what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, I, I had a, I had the afternoon to kill, and uh, somebody actually I think a livecast fan recommended going to Mount Evans. It was a really beautiful drive. How many Evans uh, did you mount? <laughs> Go on. So, uh, and it was a long drive, and I kept thinking, like, should I just turn around? But then I'm like, no, I've I've done this. I've committed to this. I'm making it to the top. I have to mount Evans. And when you get to the top, there's a parking lot in like the, the viewing area, but you're still not at the tippy tippy top. Then you, you hike, still got to hike to the donut shop. Yeah. You got to hike the other. It's another 200 feet in the air. You basically hike uh, because the uh, the sign at the parking lot was you're 14,000 feet above sea level. And then when you get to the very top, you're 14,265 feet about. So that 265 foot like vertical hike that I had to do, which was essentially just walking in a zigzag, but like on a uphill climb. I can't tell you how out of shape I felt because, you know, you're so high up. It's so hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. That even knowing this was like maybe a 10 minute hike, 15 minute hike, five minutes in, I was like, I think I'm gonna quit. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> was going down any but, easier? Oh, yeah, going down was fine. Going down wasn't a problem because you know, you're not, it's just all in the calves. I feel walking down downhill is much more tolerable. That's what Tiffany Hatter said when she was showing the girl how to do uh, blowjobs, <laughs> it's all in the calves. But it was really beautiful to be at the the top of the mountain. That it was worth it ultimately. Pictures? Uh, I did. I posted pictures on my social medias. I, I guess it's probably expired. I'll post some. Well, you don't check Instagram, so that's your problem. What is it in your stories? 
Yeah, but I think it's expired by now. I don't look at stories. I don't. I still don't really understand why they exist. Why do they need to expire? It's these beautiful pictures of mountaintops, and they need to expire. Why can't you just make a regular post? What's so special? You can archive them. I think it's an Instagram thinks that you will go back to it and check more frequently and be have their product more in the front of your mind if things expire. Like you're going to go look constantly. They just ripped. It's just because Snapchat did it like that. And how did Snapchat turn out? R.I.P. a Snapchat. Well, because Instagram copied all their shit. Nobody uses it anymore. Is that true? See, that's how little I yeah. use any of this yeah. shit. I don't, I don't yeah, know once that. Instagram introduced stories, uh, the um, time, like the time on app for Snapchat cratered, and now it's just kind of like a niche thing. Mm. And now they're trying. Now that's why Reels. They're trying. Instagram is trying to push Reels so hard. It's because they're trying to do the same thing to TikTok, but uh tiktok is way has way stronger of a fan base than snap you know it's, so it's not well it's funny to me is that facebook now has all these same things but they all suck so it's like all the yeah the boomers like they post their like asmr chewing videos where they review food and stuff <laughs> it's just like that I don't want to see this. There's one woman we have. We have to look. I mean, we'll do it next week. But this one woman, she's on TikTok too. But I always see her shit on on Facebook, and she's like, uh, she's just a, the most Brooklyn woman. She's and she just describes every restaurant she goes to. She's got a big plate of either Chinese food or whatever it is this week. She just takes a big bite. And I remember when my um my father used to take us to um. <laughs> To a King Ho restaurant, and, um, <laughs> and it's just—it's unbelievable entertainment. I'm on board. Let's do a Patreon episode just evaluating all her videos. I'm ready for it. That's <laughs> great. Um, you will—I guarantee you—it could fill a one-hour Patreon episode. Three of her videos, maybe. I'm into it. So how long, uh, how much longer for your trip to, uh, in Denver, Rob? Well, uh, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going to see Nine Inch Nails again this evening. Oh, double feature. That's right. Was that all uh, the plan all along or last minute? Yeah. You decided to no, no, no. All right. No, I, I had tickets for both nights uh, since the beginning. Initially, I just wanted to come in for these shows, like fly in, watch the shows, fly out. But because it's Labor Day weekend, it was actually uh, a little cheaper to come in uh, a day, like two days earlier, you know. Uh, and so I ended up, poor me, having to hang out in Denver, Colorado. Very sad. <laughs> uh, but it was good. I actually connected with a bunch of friends that I hadn't seen in a long time. One of them was my old coworker when I had a quote unquote real job. And it's really wild how, you know, like me and this guy, we were at the time, at that time, other than you, Sid, since we lived together, he was the person that I talked to the most. Mm. Uh, and maybe even more because I would spend more time at work than at home. At that, Is this you know, the like, Asian dude that came to our apartment that one time? No, I don't even remember. I feel like there was some dude that you worked with that came to our apartment one time. I don't remember why. Actually, or... it was, but he wasn't Asian. His name is Steven. Yeah, wasn't <laughs> he Asian? No. Why Why uh, does Steven mean that he couldn't be Asian? I knew plenty of Asian I, I, Steven. You're right. I, I didn't mean it that way, but I'm just saying, like, his, he wasn't Asian. And What was his deal? New, new, white guy? He's just, American. Yeah, well, he's just a white guy. Basic bitch white guy? White guy with glasses. Yeah. 
and just squints, hmm. you racist. <laughs> was he wearing those racist Asian glasses that make you look like it? I don't know why you're hanging uh, out with people like that, Rob. No, but so I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in, let's say, I want to say 15 years now, which is crazy. And we hung out yesterday. We met up early to just catch up and shoot the shit. And it's so crazy with some people, you could have these kind of bonds where you don't see each other for 15 years. And I'm a completely different person than I was 15 years ago. He's a completely different person, but we picked up like no time in the past. You Who's know, more like everything. <laughs> Is he you? I bet it's you. He's really successful. He's oh. not, he's not unsuccessful. He was always, he was higher up in the, on the company food chain when I was there. I remember. So he had, he had, he mentored me quite a bit with, like he was the guy that I bounced uh, mental injection business. Who paid for the meal? He paid for it actually. Oh, it was my birthday. Oh, okay, very nice. So you're more uh, successful, but yet you still got him to pay for the meal. That's hell yeah! I didn't say I'm more move. successful. Hold on, you're you're saying that. <laughs> I didn't say I'm more successful. You confirmed. You said hell yeah. He he owns a house. I don't own a house. I mean, you could. you're a New York guy. You don't need yeah. to own a house. Yeah. Yeah. you could True. own a house. Yeah, the price he paid for his house is like what a, a studio apartment here. What you should do <laughs> is buy his house out from under him and then evict him. Oh, I like that. And then make oh, him sure. pay for the next meal again. <laughs> <laughs> that's really that's how you the next level of topping. Forget about penetration. Non-sexual topping. Yeah. yeah. Financial topping. Obi topping. <laughs> oh, for the basketball fans. That's for you. I don't get it. This is a basketball player in Obi Toppin. Yeah. It's a scrub for the Knicks. Uh, He's not topping anybody. No. Before we uh, go on, I I do want to mention we have a Discord. I sometimes forget to mention it during the show. And I think you should join. You listening right now should join our Discord. If you go to RAPLivecast.com, the link is right there. The invite to join our Discord. All of us are in there. And I used to say that Sid and Darren are active and I pop in sometimes. But now I have way more free time. I'm in there all the time. I would argue maybe just as much as Sid and Darren, if not more. Sid, Sid's still the reigning champion. But me and Darren, I would say our time on site is neck and neck. Uh, but you can hang out with all of us. You can hang out with fellow live cast stars. <laughs> or live cast stars. Uh, and uh, we all hang out. So just hit up our, our, our Discord and, and like us on social media. And of course, if you want to send us feedback, RAPLivecast at gmail.com or at RAPLivecast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, new friend of the show, Andy McCoy. It's been, we, we went like a good week without talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> because last week was dedicated entirely to Dave Mustaine. Yeah. Uh, and Andy McCoy, you know, the reason he's been out giving all these interviews talking about how much he hates Vince Neil and Nikki Six is because he's promoting a new album. And uh, who do you guys remember who sent this to us? Who, Douglas who Levison this? in the Discord. See, there we go. This is what could happen. If you mm-hmm. think, if you're like, wow, I really wish the live cast would cover this hilarious thing that I found, pop into the Discord. All right, let me get this up on the screen. I don't know what I'm doing. My caffeine is kicked in and I haven't smoked yet. So, Did you end up getting donuts? Yeah. Yeah, I have them right here. Oh. 
Um, I'm. St I mean, like, I'm still kind of working on them because they're masks. First of all, let me let me, let me get this box. I want to show this. I was. I went to Parlor Donuts. All right. It's a wonderful establishment. If you're in, if you're in the Denver area, they have a few locations. And this is only uh, for all... right wing conservatives. This is the donut specifically. Right. For this right is the donor for that. Wow. That's so crazy because nobody talks about that. I guess once Truth Social came around, Parlor mm. just died. Sad. And I guess they got those apps dropped. Well, I completely R. I. Platform. did not <laughs> did not make the association until you just. <laughs> so the way I found out about this is there is a Voodoo Donuts here in. Okay. Denver and Voodoo Donuts is a very famous establishment in Portland, Oregon. And I once uh, they actually opened one in Austin too, and I finally went and got it. And I didn't. I felt it was it's over. fine. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad, but it's not like I've had better donuts. So I told a friend, and they were like, "Oh yeah, don't go to Voodoo, go to Parlor." And their donuts are insane. Um, there was like I had to let two people ahead of me because. There was 10 different options and they were studying. just too yeah. over. Yeah, it was too overwhelming. So I ended up with the French toast donut, Ooh. which is, it's, you know, a French toast, like the French toast flavors, maple, all that in, in donut form. And then a cookie monster donut, which it's just, it's just like uh, Oreo crumbs and uh, uh, frosting. Let me see pick this. it up. Pick it up. It's not it. blue. It is, it is blue. blue. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let, let me get. Let me change the. Here we go. There we go. So here's the cookie. Like here's half of the cookie monster. Oh donut. baby, <laughs> it's been it's been eaten a little. There's but some marshmallows very, on there. Yeah, like uh, is, cookie crumble and then blue frosting and then the inside is just it, it's donut. donut. There's no. Okay. I did. They did have. Uh, I couldn't choose between these and and then the coconut cream filled donut. But they had minis of those, so I had a mm -hmm. mini of the coconut cream donut, and I regret not getting a full one because it was. We well, could have gone back. I'm going to go back after the show, and so here's the the French toast donut. I, I it's I'm, I'm way further. Oh, now my hands are all. <laughs> oh, that looks so really you can nice. see it's fucking dripping. Like it's disgusting. Really cinnamon bun. Rob, was yeah, that it's... was that donut in the bed when you mounted Evan? Oh my oh. god! It's... Oh my god! <laughs> Donut money oh. shot. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I'm going to have to wash my hand right now because I don't want to touch the computer. Give me one. I. It's too bad that Rob wasn't there like a week ago because he could have got the Airy Spears donut. Oh, but they, no. they dropped their endorsement, unfortunately. After it's all just this news, players. Came. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's a better, who, what what better guy to who eats donuts more than Airy Spears? <laughs> he's just. It's too hot to touch right now. You can't uh, gotta lay low. He's gonna start his own franchise. What would that be called? Oh my god! Um... <laughs> too many, it's too. You know what? If we go down that road, yeah, we're gonna get canceled too. Yeah, it's we're a zigzag. Rob's walk up to that mountain. Harry <laughs> spears your kids. Oh my god! See wow. now, see you took my mind away spears from the molestation kids. into he's just like Rhino and Edge. Just like, <laughs> he's a wrestler. <laughs> he just spears the. Ch <laughs> You're talking about lifelong trauma, Harry Spears. Spearing. Maybe that could be his defense. I wasn't trying to fuck those kids. I just wanted to beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, that seems it's, reasonable. It's, it's just a misunderstanding. Yeah. Case dismissed. He seems old school enough that that would be a good defense. Yeah. The Bill Cosby thing. 
Yeah. Your Honor, he was wearing his pants around his ankles. That's just bad for society. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one that pulled them down there, but yeah, it's, it's good for a funnier. It's good for a funnier die sketch, but you know, it's just bad culturally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy McCoy, Rob. It's a you know, it's okay to it's, molestation is bad, but beating the shit out of children—that's an American value. I mean, Sorry. yeah. Speaking of American value, I don't, I don't think it's just American. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's very Eastern European as well, right? Or and, and Latino, the, the chanclas. Am I saying that right? The, the chanclas, slip- chanclas, yeah, chanclas. That's a. Well, my that's mom a, also use it. That's like a known thing in in well, a, a largely Puerto Rican culture. I would say that right. Uh, that Sorry. the mother hits the children. No, I didn't say anything wrong. But the mother hits the children with the with the chancla, which is a sandal, oh. like a like a house sandal. All right, that's those yeah. are fairly soft. That's fine. Yeah, the two, the two a... things that you would say that scare their kids would be like la chancla, or they go uh, la correa is the other one, the belt. Like oh they, yeah, they that, just that, say that, the word. The they don't even get the belt. They just have to say the word chancla, or uh, or correa, and it's like it's over. You run into your bedroom. If there are any children listening, and, oh no! Uh, they happen to fa- they happen to have these type of parents that still believe in abusing their children, and they they start whipping Do you with a, a belt. Line to give them? No, no. My here's my advice to you: If your parent starts whipping you with a belt, instead of going, "Ow, oh, no, please stop," do, "Yes, daddy, don't stop." Then they'll be so freaked out that they'll never whip you again. Think about it. I don't think this is good advice to be giving children. <laughs> <laughs> have you been watching it? The- just think about it. Rob's just saying what he wants to hear. Did that come from Tiffany Haddish's uh, podcast? <laughs> that was in one of those videos that Funny or Die pulled. Rob's <laughs> grooming our listeners. Jesus Christ. That, I'm that not grooming them at all. I'm telling them how to avoid getting abused by their parents. Pretend you like it. Is that thin air getting to you, Rob? I think it really is. <laughs> just hike 265 miles to the top of Mount Evans. Uh, oh, all right, let's watch, let's watch please, Andy. Please, please rescue us. Please, Andy McCoy, rescue us. Yes. How, <laughs> how far we've fallen. I, well, I skimmed this video earlier, and I got very big Chris Holmes music oh. video energy from okay. this. Like, it might be the same director. Well, it's the same label. Cleopatra. Is it really? Oh, yeah. well, it probably is the same director. Did you, did you say Cleopatra? The Danzig? Uh... Yeah. It's basically oh any God. 80s rock star, they will put out your shit. I will say something right up top. They're at least using professional cameras. I mean, Gotta give are, are they? Yeah. This is the so most sober I've ever seen him look. <laughs> and it's not even a compliment, you know. Yeah, no, like, he's still definitely looking. still not sober. You barely walk straight. It's just him. He's like walking in the oh, park, yeah, walking, walking some glasses. Oh, sharing a joint with a, a random stranger who has no idea what's going on. There's like bad green screen. There's camels. Oh, he really looks. Can the, you go back a second where he that black and white shot that just happened? He looks like the Wicked Witch of the West from the <laughs> oh my, yeah, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love how he's t- he's like pointing to the horses running. 
He's like <laughs> the weatherman. <laughs> Go back when he like sticks his arms out like that. Isn't that like that famous? Uh, what was it the Guantanamo photo? No, no, no. The oh, um, the Iraq photo. photo. Yeah, yeah. He's standing <laughs> on the uh, on a box in stress position. Uh, <laughs> That's what uh, it reminds me of. What is he pointing at the horse for? Is like Vince Mc <laughs> Vince McNeil. He killed my singer driving a horse. Just don't, like yeah, that. don't let Vince Neil ride that horse. <laughs> <laughs> Get him away him. from all the fucking horses and the Zamboni. <laughs> this really looks like it was like shot at like a mall. Like he paid $10 <laughs> at some kiosk to be <laughs> super it really does. footage. It's that thing where you go in with your your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you take those photos and they can, yeah, they can put yeah. you in like Egypt yeah. or whatever. It's really funny now, to me too that like the editor didn't take even a moment to do any sort of color correction to blend like the to, to match the video quality of the background footage yeah, with no. the green his green screen stuff it takes like Who is five this minutes. woman there's like a woman next to him dancing yeah. now but she doesn't look like she knows him <laughs> i mean is that his daughter his girlfriend a random person that they found on the street i don't know it He's looks like a, touching her yeah. too much I will say the song isn't that bad. It's fine. It's it's fine. Uh, sure. I'm All not right. gonna put it on. I'm not gonna put it on. You gonna go see him at Red on. Rocks now? You gonna stay dead for a <laughs> yeah. little bit longer? I don't think he could fill Red Rocks. <laughs> He's fucking smoking a few Red Rocks, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that John Waters mustache gets it's me every so time. Disturbing. Is it real or is it drawn in? Because it looks sort of like crooked. No, I think it's real. Who's yeah. that girl he was dancing with? Is that his daughter? That's what Sid was saying. Yeah, we don't yeah. know. We don't. Oh, sorry, I missed that. I was trying to find the TikTok <laughs> lady video. While we were <laughs> I, found, I found it, by the way. We oh, put that on oh, the back so burner. Put the link in the private chat. Yeah. I can barely. This hear riff the riff is good at this point. Oh. I like this riff. But I feel like I've heard this. Isn't this just sort of like yeah. James Bond or whatever? That's true. This is like an original. And his belly button is out it now. Sounds like a, you know, it sounds like a Scorpions riff. I don't know. It just makes me think. What of is the shot? Holy <laughs> what? <laughs> Looking around. He We're doesn't lucky. know what the footage is that's going to be put in there. He's like acting to, and now it's like he's laying they're down laying on the beach, like the shore. I uh, that. That's uh... <laughs> a whole thing. <laughs> Rough chaos. I wish he would do like Henry Rollins spoken word, and oh. have, that would be the but with the same video. <laughs> Don't do music. Just, Just any of his interviews, but with that background. Just like horses behind him instead of his normal decor. These horses, they're so nice. They remind me of the of the wrestle. <laughs> oh, the poor wrestle. Maybe one of the horses <laughs> is Razzle reincarnated. Is that possible? Yes. I call him Charlie. <laughs> I, I pet him every day and I give him carrots. <laughs> Razzle always loved carrots. Razzle loved the fucking carrots. That's how I could tell this horse is Razzle. They both loved carrots and least, heroin. 
I laced the carrots with the cocaine. <laughs> the That's most... how I know it's the wrestler. It's the most chill horse in the stable. Just always asleep. Let's be real. He would have died in a car crash three weeks later anyway. Probably. <laughs> but those three weeks could have been so precious. <laughs> He's just speeding to the farmer's market to get more carrots. <laughs> crash his car on the way. Uh, I always ask Charlie, aka Russell, <laughs> do you miss playing in a band? And he says, nay. <laughs> He's very happy now with his new life. <laughs> Bring the horse on tour. Let's go. Thank you, Vince Neil, for making the Russell Charlie happy. <laughs> I take back everything I say about <laughs> you. Peace. That he you turns around, him. there was never a horse. It was yeah. all windscreen the whole time. It was just Razzle in a heavenly robe, but shimmering behind him. I release you from your pain. Thank <laughs> you, Russell. <laughs> and then he just disappears like Spock in uh, the Simpsons episode. This would be so much better music video. Oh my God. Let me write this shit. Cleopatra, I'm available for hire. Get the treatment. Send him the treatment. <laughs> While he's in treatment, send him the treatment for this video. <laughs> wow. I, I do feel like we owe Andy McCoy like some money or something for all the. <laughs> Buy his <laughs> album. David. He yeah, owes well, Iron Sheik some money from stealing his bit. <laughs> Just going on on a people's podcasts, complaining about people in his industry in a horrible, like un- unintelligible, thick accent while blasted out of his mind. That's the Iron Sheik. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty much true. <laughs> Threatening violence. Complaining about somebody that killed someone. Chris Benoit. Oh. <laughs> I say to him, Vince Neil, come to the Georgia. Can we get these two in a room together? Is the, what kind of convention would be required? Like Comic Con wouldn't be it. A wrestling yeah. con- There's got to be some crossover what that would have, have both of them. Nam. <laughs> get Iron Sheik to Nam. He'll do anything. Rob, make I this happen. This. All right. Well, get them on the show. They both for a small fee and like a six pack will probably do it. <laughs> is is Andy McCoy playing in New York on his tour? Let's see. Are you smoking? Me? Yeah. No. I heard a little smoky exhale. I see dates in Finland, but not any international. No, yeah. He's keeping it local, this fucking coward. I guess we have to take Sheik to Finland to make this. Yeah, happen. let's go. Sheik might already be in Finland. Who knows? <laughs> He's been pretty offline. You don't really see too many photos of him anymore. I mean, I, I would. Right I hope he's as healthy as could be. Do you think maybe he's dead and they're doing a weekend of Cheeky's kind of situation with the Twitter? <laughs> I hope not. A- um, another thing for you to investigate, Rob. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sid. Um, all right. So that was Andy McCoy. And his horse friend, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, let's load up uh, this yeah. TikTok. 
I was trying to find a specific one, which is where she she goes to a she's eating Chinese food and it reminds her of her childhood where her her uh, father used to abuse her and her sister uh, for not cleaning their plate. And she ate all the ribs. So she got the favor of her father and the sister got abused. But I couldn't locate it. So there's a whole bunch of them. Is this uh, former newswoman Penny Crone? She does look a lot like (laughs) Penny Crone. Same accent, too. Oh, my God. There's a few where she's not eating, but the best ones are where she's eating. She just chews really loudly. So just, I guess, pick one at random. All right, here's her eating. Oh. Hi. Happy Friday. I got my uh, seafood paella. Paella? Um, Paella lot. It has rice, shrimp, calamar, mussels, and bell calamar. Now I added. Uh, I had cut up my daughter. Had daughter. Oh no! Peppers. She cut up her daughter. Up she makes a great taste in paella. <laughs> I added. I put some of Paula paella. And I have some lemon here. She's a horse now. <laughs> okay. I gotta get to the chili. I put some in my salad too. I made it. I made a little salad. <laughs> I made a little salad. I love. I love. I love what they do. So like salt and pepper. And pepper. I have olive oil. What's your I love this accent. Elizabeth uh, Stalser. I like um my seafood spicy. So I'm gonna put in some Tabasco. It's good. <laughs> But it just a little. Heard Hillary Clinton with the hot sauce in their bag. <laughs> Fried Diablo seafood. And you know, Peppa? She's acting like she cooked this. Peppa? I mean, she Everybody said she made the salad. I don't know Friday. who cooked the paella. It's like lettuce and tomatoes. That's the whole salad. Hmm. How many views does this have? Oh, a lot. This um, is wild. Okay, let's go to another one. That one had almost nineteen thousand views. How, how does this happen? How does this woman get a following? I don't. I mean, I, this is. I. I so am so baffled by TikTok. This, see, that wasn't a representative one. A lot of times, she oh, here, here's one of her at Italian food. Let's do the. Oh, she's yeah. at a restaurant. She There's starts telling st- stories with her mouth full. Oh, that little focaccia. <laughs> what is this? It's just shot. Okay, she's not talking. Yeah, she starts telling stories with her mouth full. That's really the selling point of this channel. Tells more stories about her childhood. A little alfresco. I'm waiting for a word on someone to link me to that actual video who would know which one it is because she's an aficionado <laughs> of of Elizabeth. And if I could track that down, we could. If it might as be next week, it's fine. But okay, that was the entry this point. A little to teaser, a little teaser. The world of Elizabeth. This is look for one where she's eat the one i'm looking for she was eating ribs out of a chinese container she was just smacking on ribs and talking about her <laughs> child abuse trauma jesus christ well, here she's eating a, a bagel oh is that it hold <laughs> on was she just no that's not it I don't oh know. 
Is that a pumpernickel bagel? Looks like a pumpernickel, yeah. Or badly toasted. Fishing, snacking, swimming, sunning. <laughs> what? Was her, Hi, good morning. Was her daughter writing a Tinder profile for her? Sunday, Sunday, She looks like she used to fuck back in the day. Nice and early because oh, yeah. um, I knew I was just going to spend the day with Tucker. Tucker Carlson? Yeah. She's going to watch Tucker Carlson all day. <laughs> Seems all right. about right. We'll do a little research and pick up, pick out some of the good yeah. ones. Because they are good. We're not getting a, a good There's And there's a million videos here. This is yeah. wild. It's Some of them she looks naked. I don't know what's happened. Is this her OnlyFans? <laughs> this, this is TikTok. She definitely has a style to her. Elizabeth does. <laughs> this is the new Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> Gunface uh, adds, this is such a bizarre reality. It really is. Paper plate. That salad <laughs> looks like shit. It's <laughs> all true. We're getting the, uh, the MST3K commentary on Elizabeth's videos from Gunface. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I like I like these different uh, different uh, graphic modes here. Nice. <laughs> is there a Comic Sans? No, they, they don't let you pick the font, sadly. Lame. Is Big Time Tommy on TikTok? Dusty Rose Muffler, is the sky blue? Of course. Come on. <laughs> That's where he became famous, I think. Okay, What's he been up to lately? I'm sure. Same big, stuff. Big Time Tommy. Smoking cigars, driving cars. <clears throat> That's the old school way. Damn right. Uh before we get out of here, I, I want one story that's uh, a few weeks old, but I do want to dis- discuss it. Go, it ties into what we were talking about earlier a little bit. Uh, you guys remember a few weeks back, Tommy Lee just posted his schlong yes. uh, on Instagram for the world to see. Uh, and uh, it, it, I, don't, I wouldn't say it caused the controversy, but it got people talking. And one of those people who's talking is Ivan Moody. Oh, no. Friend of the show, Ivan Moody. Jealous much? Uh, Yes, essentially. (laughs) So the headline is, five-finger death punch singer on Tommy Lee's nude photo. Quote, nobody's that well hung. Uh, in, a new, in a new interview with iHeartRadio Canada, Five Finger Death Punch singer Ivan Moody was asked if he texted Tommy Lee after the Motley Crue drummer posted a nude photo on social media last week. What a weird question to yeah, ask. Why would you ask that? I think the reporter's thinking about that cack. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, were you like, did you text Tommy, ask him to send you some different angles of the dick? Were there any B sides <laughs> to the dick photo? Like, Can you, you send them him? to me, please? <laughs> We need more balls in the next photo. Please text Tommy and let him know. <laughs> yeah, I guess the, I guess the, it was just schlong. You don't you, you don't have a sense. Of <laughs> oh. Tommy has big balls or not? Now I'm curious. They've got curious. his age, and he's so tall. They're probably very big and low hanging. He probably has sores on his inner thighs from where they just chafe against his massive <laughs> balls. Uh, it's a so, problem though because when he's sitting at the drum sometimes the balls hit the kick drum and it fucks him up 
Balls that's deep that's something most people. Balls deep most in my people snaps. Don't... Oh, sorry. Man. Sorry. That's something most people don't think about. Is balls smacking against the kick drum? Yeah. You're, you're talking about age. the real problems here. Yeah. That's why Phil Collins stopped drumming. Mm-hmm. So I go around <laughs> the balls. Uh, so anyway, so how did Ivan Moody respond? Uh, so he was asked if he texted Lee after the drummer posted a nude photo on social media last week. Ivan responded, no, I didn't because in this day and age, you kind of expect it from Tommy as sad as that may or not be able to say. Uh, but the reality of it is it looks like the guy just got done rubbing one out. <laughs> no, nobody's that well hung. So good for you, Tommy. What? <laughs> you are Wait, denying is thing that he the must have had a boner? Yeah, which is he didn't have a boner. It looked soft. It looked flaccid. Mm, no, it looked it was pretty straight and pointy. I mean, we don't have to no. bring up the picture here, but as I Who's recall, Who's looked at more penises in their life, Sid? You or me? I mean, I watch. There's a lot of penises in pornography. Yeah. In yes, but there. But in the pornography you watch, there's only one penis typically. There are there are twice as many penises in the pornography that I watch. But sure, fair. All right, but fair. Sid has uh, the advantage, I will say, of huh? being able to observe neutrally, whereas you're clouded by emotion. Yeah, fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm trying to find an actual like nude photo of him <laughs> that isn't censored. It's hard. I, I ended up finding. That's what we're trying said. to debate here. <laughs> I did end up finding a Brett Michael still. He's got big balls. I gotta say, <laughs> should write a song about it with AC. <laughs> he injects his insulin right in there. <laughs> That's why they're so big. Oh my God, I think Mick Mars's cock looks like. Oh, yeah. oh my God, it looks they already cool. used all of it for like bone marrow transplants, skin grafts. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I found the Instagram photo, and he is definitely not hard. Uh the the penis is like it's like hanging; it's not erect, and also he's in what looks like uh like a jacuzzi. Which yeah. is not to say that that would prevent him from having a boner, but and I will say his, his stop you, Rob. He's got shrinkage. It's only ten inches now. Yeah. Well, it's a hot tub, so there's no shrinkage. Uh, his balls do look of adequate size, though. Nothing, oh, they're nothing in there. To be they're in the of. shot. You could see it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so. Do you need to pause the show, Rob? To. No, Tommy Lee doesn't do it for to me. Yourself. No. Tommy Lee doesn't. I too, guess. Too too many bad tattoos on his dick. Yeah, I mean, he has it's, tattoos it's in on that his area, dick? not on the dick, but like on his pelvis. I don't you don't like the it. methods of mayhem or whatever the fuck. Yeah, tattoo? exactly. Is no. that a, that's what he's got on his cum gutter? It says mayhem, I believe. Oh, but the band was Methods of Mayhem, right? Yes, yes. Are so they still around? Are they touring no. with Threaten. <laughs> no, uh, but he did like uh he essentially did uh uh like a sequel to that album. That was his last solo album. He just didn't call it Methods of Mayhem. They had that was the one where, like, Fred Durst directed the video or something. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. They had to cancel their tour because they had Aries Spears opening up with comedy. <laughs> I know. It's a little too hot to touch right now. 
Oh my god. Also, it's weird how there there was this whole debate was there? that oh. uh, that happened over what you can post on Instagram, like that he should have been allowed to post a dick pic on Instagram because women are allowed to post photos of their cleavage. That's not the same a little thing, different. Is it? Yeah, yeah no. you can't post your cooch. <laughs> you know, what, what if he posted, posted like the t- the the top three inches of his penis from like the pelvic bone to the down? Would that be like male cleavage? Is there pubes or not? He's shaved. Then that's allowed. If there was pubes, it would yeah. be forbidden. By Sid, but is that yeah, literally well, allowed it, by it, Instagram? I will say, like following like the gay, uh, you know, thoughts. On Instagram, they they get constantly get images pulled that are only mildly suggestive, mm. like that barely have any nudity in them. Even if you if you're in your underwear and the bulge is too thick, they will take it down. Do or they pull? Do they pull women's photos in the same? Yeah. Uh, with the same standard though, or is it well, more? I'm not. To be fair, I do not follow <laughs> women follow, thoughts. Not any. what does thought mean again? That hoe over there. I believe (laughs) the way you said that top notch. That hoe over there. Sound like Ken Pierce. Oh, sorry, not supposed (laughs) to say his name. That hoe over there eating provolone. (laughs) (laughs) That prove over there. (laughs) That provolone over there. (laughs) A teapot. A teapot. Don't say teapot. I'll get arrested. (laughs) <laughs> let's talk about our spotify playlist gentlemen okay. uh every week we each pick a song throw it on a playlist we call it the r.i.p a live cast music break and it's very fun it's got a ton of songs on there lots of good stuff lots of variety you can search for it on spotify and uh the song that i picked was from, of course, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, this was one of the songs that stood out to me last week, uh, or last week, yesterday. Jeez, uh, and uh, I really love it. It's a deep cut from Broken. It's called Last, and it's lovely. It's not it's really good. a deep cut, and you, you're making it seem like Broken is way more obscure than it is. It's my, been my favorite I think it Nine is. Inch Nail album. I forever. know, but and if it, you look at a the... lot of hits on that album. What are the hits? Wish. Isn't last? I've heard that on the radio. Really? Yeah. That, Wish has spins, 12. You know? Wish has. I Wish has 12 million. million, million Wish has 12 million streams. 12.5 million. Last has 5 million. I guess all the others have 1 to 3 million. So yeah, right. last is the second most popular song. That's a album. great, great. Record. But all right. To put it in closer has 175 million streams. Well, the hand the that feeds. Song. The Hand That Feeds, 88,000. Head Like a Hole, 47. I mean, eight, sorry, 175 million, 88 million for Hand That Feeds. Head Like a Hole, 47 million. Hurt, 74 million. Fine. Even We're In This Together, 18 million. So wow. Wish right. is their, Wish is only their ninth most listened to song. So Broken is, broken is like, I feel like you have to be hardcore. Uh, really? Not, not like hardcore. Not like hardcore, but you have to like really like Nine Inch Nails to. You got to go past the first layer of ice to get. Yeah, to exactly. I never exactly. thought. It, yeah. All right. My bad. Absolutely. It's their best. Uh, in my opinion, absolutely it's their, their best, best work. 
It, well, I would I would have said that that for the longest time I thought it was broken, but just because I've been listening to the fragile so much and how varied it is, I now think that's their best. But wow, it's 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 hard to choose. Like I love, and I'm saying this as someone who love love loves broken, and it was my favorite album for the longest time. But I just really love the, the fragile is his magnum opus in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I picked last. That was a song like that riff. Ah, uh, ah. Uh! Also, I posted a bunch of uh, live clips on my uh, Instagram today. I'll archive them as well. Thank you. Because you can do that now. It was just for Sydney. And uh, you could, I think you could actually hear me yelling <laughs> the lyrics. The you being loud? Lungs. What? No. Oh, I was so into it. Oh, I loved it. It was so exciting. It was so exciting, like, not only knowing every song that they played, but like having a connection to every song. Like this song reminds me of this particular moment. This song reminds me of this drive or whatever. So yeah, I like, I'm a big fan of Nine Inch Nails. Bold statement. Yeah, bold. He likes to bring these obscure unknown bands to the live cast audience. I like collecting Nine Inch Nails. (laughs) The Inch Nails are, are, they only come in nine packs. Yeah, Inchnail. <laughs> nobody talks about Inchnails anymore. Just buy one or two. Don't buy nine. Yeah. Uh, Sid, what was your pick? Uh, well, earlier, uh, I think yesterday or the day before in the Discord, uh, somebody posted a picture uh, with captions of uh, Stephen Colbert asking Keanu Reeves, if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would that song be? And Keanu Reeves' answer was um, Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division, which is a, it's a solid answer. And so it got me thinking of what my song would be. And it, the more I thought about it, the most of the songs that are on my like all-time favorites list are like sort of sad songs. And I don't know that I'd want to listen to a sad – like that be the only song I could ever hear again is a sad song. I want something a little bit more uplifting, a little bit more inspiring. And so I think the song I settled on was Bastards of Young by The Replacements because that is some triumphant shit. And so I put that on the playlist. Somehow I had not put a replacement song on the playlist yet. So I rectified that. That's a really hard question. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I can't narrow it down. Right now, if you were to ask me right now, this moment, it would be Nine Alien Nails. Superstar by Beyonce. <laughs> what song? <laughs> what be Alien Superstar by Beyonce. Is that a new one? Yeah, it's off her new album. I really, really, uh, uh, I really do like the new album. It's very good, very well produced. Produced by Trent Reznor. He is not. He does not have a production credit on there, but there's a lot of uh, dance production. Georgia Marauder is one of the producers. Isn't he dead? Honey, just no. Don't you dare! <laughs> Isn't he mad old? He is mad old. He's mad and he's old. Darren, was, I didn't realize pick? he was in the band Marauder. That's cool. Marauder is his, oh, he's not in Marauder though. No, different. That's a hardcore band. Yeah, Dorinsky. Well, Sid just picked a band for the first time. I picked my artist for the third time, giving him the record, which <laughs> he deserves because he's my favorite artist of all time. It's Weird Al Yankovic, and because. Rob was going to Denver to see Nine Inch Nails. I picked Weird Al's Nine Inch Nails uh, style parody with called Germs, which is not a uh, it's not a parody of a specific song, but he does these on his album. Like half of them will be 
legit parodies of a there's single like, song. There's like a little like closer parody in there for a second, right? But it's like it's sounds it, it sounds somewhat like closer. Uh, the whole song yeah. is basically like like closer ish, but it's not. It doesn't follow to the letter. Like it just yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It just sounds like a Nine Inch Nails song. But it's also it's about having OCD and being like overly cautious of germs. So mm. the subject matter is uh, near and dear to my heart too. Well, I don't have. That. I think. I think. Is that his best album? Do you think Running with Scissors? That's the one I listen to the most. I think. That is. I have different moods with Weird Al. So, but that mm. is. I would say that's widely believed to be his best album. I like. Like I tend to go back towards like his older. It sounds like such a hipsterish thing to say, but it really. I. I think I have an emotional bond because like I discovered Weird Al like in the back of a record store bin. You know what I mean? And I had that. Mm-hmm. I, I had only seen Eat It video on that. I thought he was just the guy that made funny videos. I was like eight, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I discovered I was just looking through the record store. I didn't know I, I wasn't looking for anything. And I just said, This guy makes albums. <laughs> and I, it just blew my fucking mind. I had like 50 new songs to listen to from his like three albums that existed already. Mm. And I just lost my mind. So I think my heart is always tied to those first three albums. But of the later albums, and this album's already 20 years old, right? Running with Scissors is like 19. Yeah, 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 late 90s, yeah. So that's got to be the best of his, like, that's the first where he took the glasses off, and it's like where he started doing, I don't know, I think he started to, that's where he started to blow up to like the general public was when he did that album. So yeah, that is, I think it was, it was also not so much that uh, he started to blow up, it's that like, uh, as we always joke, he knew who the fuck he is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> on this album, that's fair. Uh, like he, he reinvented finally, himself, like he, and he had the confidence to know that like he can get away with it. That's funny you say that because the prior two albums to that are not that great. They're like his or three, I would say. It's like his he did the UHF movie, which is great, but the soundtrack kind of sucks as a Weird Al album. And the two before that, which are Bad Hair Day and Alapalooza. What about Off the Deep End? That's uh, that's ninety two. That's before those three shitty albums. That was before wait, wait, UHF. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I thought UHF. Oh, oh yeah, UHF is before UHF is eighty nine. You're right. Then okay, Off yeah. the Deep End is like a nice comeback. And that's then... the one that I listen to the most. I think because it's on a parody. There is a whole the whole second side of that album is not that great. It's a little bit inconsistent. But the Nirvana parody is great. He's got an MC Hammer parody on there. It's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, the polka is good. There's a lot of good songs on there, but it's like almost like he had to fill up the album, and it seems okay. like kind of the back end of it seems like mailing it in. But it's still good. It's better than those three shitty ones that I. He has three legit like bad albums. Like I don't know what was going on in his life, but he has three legit bad albums. And once Rob said when Running with Scissors came out, he. That's a that's a just a great stunning fucking album. It's like not a bad second of that album. And Germs is on it, so enjoy mm. it. And the enjoy trailer the pops for the uh, the Weird Al biopic, uh, yeah. starring mm. Daniel Radcliffe. And I mentioned this in the Discord. I I, I thought it would be like uh, it'll be passable. Like I, I would do a loud exhale, you know, like a <laughs> like that kind yeah. of laugh, like a <laughs> but. I'm happy to report that it looks phenomenal. It looks it like Walk Hard, but yeah. with Weird Al as the main character. And I right, think well, that's the best way to do the movie. Honestly, when they put the teaser trailer out, they did another one a few months ago. And it was like maybe 10 seconds. This one's like a full two minutes. Yeah. yeah. When they did the 10 second one, I was disappointed. 
because it looked like, oh, they're going to do that funnier die sketch, but just expand it and run the joke into the ground. And I was like a little bit trepidatious about it because of that. I was like, eh, this might suck. But once they release the two minute trailer, I'm on board. Like I'm fully in the yeah, bus. Agree. Like, once I once I understood great. the comedy of the of the bit, I'm to- like I love it. Yeah. Uh, and, and the, okay. Well, I'm not going to spell. It. Go watch the trailer. And of course, we do have a Patreon. If you uh, if you enjoy the uh, the show and you want to hear us hang out and talk a little more. Patreon.com slash Livecast. There's a whole bonus episode up there right now, just posted two days ago, where it's essentially what we're doing here. We're talking about sex stuff. We're talking about... We went... We dove deep into penile implants. Like that, when Wait. I, that's, I, I think that's the episode that's coming on the 15th. The oh, one that I just posted was the Hall of Fame. Oh, the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. I'm, I think I'm, Rob I'm, was... I'm well, it's okay. We can preview that. But Rob might well, be yeah. thinking of his trip. We dove in deep into a penile implant. <laughs> <laughs> That's My why apologies. Went to did, did, Evan, you, did Evan have a penile implant when you mounted him? <laughs> Who's that? I never named it. You he said you mounted it. multiple you Evans. You said you went to Mount uh, Evans. <laughs> it's a mountain called Mount Evans. Remember that joke? What it, what happened when Napoleon went to Mount Olive? Popeye got pissed. <laughs> I always said, but Butthead says that in one of those old shows. <laughs> uh, and uh, sorry, what was I saying? Oh, so yeah, we have a live cast Hall of Fame episode. This one was a really fun one. We did Danny. We did uh, Succulent Chinese well, Meal. Succulent Chinese Meal, which we learned a lot about the guy and, and the aftermath. And the lady with the really inappropriate speech about Ketan Dugas, who, again, yeah. also we deep dove into that and found many things we didn't know about before. So patreon.com slash RIP Livecast, five bucks a month, gets you access to over two years worth of bonus episodes. There's all, I think there's at least a hundred pieces of bonus content that you uh, get access to. Uh, so do that. And if you want to throw us a few extra bones, 10 bucks a month gets you to become the top livecast fan. You get a shout out at the end of the show, which is this moment right here. How are we doing it, folks? Hmm. I don't know. This is a tough one. I don't know. Do you want to do it as if you're singing along at the Nine Inch Nails show? Or maybe you're that TikTok lady? Yeah, uh, you're both three singing at the Nine Inch Nails show as the TikTok lady who just <laughs> climbed up Mount Evans. Yes, so you're also you're- out of breath. <laughs> Eric and Benjamin, El Dutorino, Dan R. Sam, I am, Mindy Mayers, Kippa, Jandersha, Sorsha Suset, Rabba Ganoush, aka Justin Cattle, Decaf, Rabba Vamp, Piro Hugo, Likes Tacos, Lando Danks. LaCroix, Scotty, Adrian, Corey, Doug, Pigman, Douglas, who are you? Let the sun. Hey, guys, it's Josh. <laughs> it doesn't wow. really sound like that. What song were you? Is that, was that an actual song you were? That was yeah, a Wham yeah. song, I think. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Uh, that was, that was uh, Wake Me Up Before You're Closer <laughs> by Nine Inch Nails. Uh, that was somewhat damaged that I was singing. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> but what was the name of it the song is called somewhat damaged that was the melody i was trying to recreate that's what you oh, did to evan's butt from the fragile once you were finished with him it was dusty, rhodes, damaged. 
Dusty Rose Muffler is intimating that you fucked Evan Courageous. On this, <laughs> on this well, trip. I will. I will tell Evan Courageous is a obscure C list WCW wrestler from the late nineties who was absolutely someone I had fuckable. a crush on. Is fuckable. Fuckable. As you have on now, maybe you could he's make your life. dream come he true as a teenager. I, I, I've looked him up. He's he's older. He doesn't have the twink look. He's more of a. He's got like a like a southern hunk kind of look, but he still has the physique. Oh, I would, does he look, would, uh, would smash. Does he look like he could be in Five Finger Death Punch? Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he's not wrestling he anymore. Maybe he's desperate enough to do gay porn if he did, like, you know. If, if gay for pay? Uh, yeah. Gay for pay. But. I mean, maybe like an escort, but I don't want myself documented visually. No, 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 not that you would do it. Just saying you could nudge oh, him. Oh, just down to watch there. him. Yeah. Oh, maybe just pu- push him towards, towards an OnlyFans. At least, yeah, you know. Yeah. Try to bankrupt <laughs> him somehow. <laughs> okay. That's our show, folks. If you liked it, if you got any questions, rplivecast at gmail.com. I do want to. Uh, oh, do you have something else? Sorry, Rob. No, I was going to sign off. Go ahead. I wanted to close uh, with the words of the famous singer of Rammstein, Till Lindemann, mm. when he mm. said, Nine inch nails, nine inch nails. <laughs> That's it. Bye, everybody. Bye.